Hey guys, it's your girl Ashley Rouge here. I'm so excited to finally have my favorite guest ever, which is my mentor, somebody I look up to, somebody that um, you know has been in my life for the last, I want to say, seven years as a friend, as a mentor, as a coach. Uh, Lena Asher, her real name is Elena Asher, um, is here today to speak on just who she is, the person behind the business, the person behind the brand. I think that a lot of you guys follow her on social media and don't get an opportunity to see who she really is. And that is why she's here today, um, is to share how she's been able to accomplish what she's accomplished, who she is behind the camera. And I'm excited that she's given me that opportunity to interview her. So stay tuned, watch, be inspired, get excited, and fall in love. I love you. Good morning, Ash. Good morning. Good morning, Lena. How are you, Melo? I'm beautiful. How are you? You are beautiful. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. I no, appreciate thank you. you. Thank you for inviting. I I'm think, glad to be here. Yeah, I, I know you're glad. I, I feel like I don't get to come to Miami often enough. It's all right. You're, you're busy. You, 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 you're a money-making machine. You're a mother. Yeah. You're pretty much a superhero, so I understand. You know where I got started. You know where I started, right? I started with you. You're like the one that really pushed me, motivated me. I'm here because of you. Oh, that's 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 humbling. Thank you, Mom. Yeah, I Thank appreciate you. everything you do. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, as you know, I've been in the lash industry for a long time, ten years. How long have you been in the lash industry, Lena? About the same. Oh my Eleven God. years, yeah. Eleven years. Going on a twelve. I started in two thousand and eleven. 2011. Yeah, August 2011. And what did the lash industry look like that? At there, that point, there wasn't none. <laughs> there, there wasn't was, any. There was no. It was it was me and uh, two other lash artists that I know of. I knew of back then because mm -hmm. there was no Instagram and stuff. Instagram happened shortly after, so I only knew two people. And I was new to Miami, and they were new to Miami too. That's the funny part. One came from Colombia, and. Uh, I, I remember it so perfectly. Her family was a um, distributor for Extreme Lash in Colombia. It's so yeah. funny. And another one just came from uh, UK. So it was three of us, brand new in Miami, and we kind of just... I, I found them through Yelp. It's so interesting. Yeah, it was wow. it was pretty interesting. Yelp. Yelp. I don't I use Yelp. Nobody does. I'm being told when I got here in Miami, everybody's like, search for everything on Yelp. I'm like, Yelp. Last time I used Yelp was like... 2000 and I don't know 18 exactly <laughs> so it was before that imagine because it was nothing else it was either you google or you yelp it you know but but before mm. you got started in the lash industry mm. I don't think a lot of people know this but you like were a real estate agent or a real estate you know what I was so many things <laughs> I was so many things um I started working um at 13 years old okay uh, some people know that actually and uh, I used to work in flower shop. It was a flower shop right in my condominium where my family lived on the first floor, on the retail floor. And um, they knew me because I lived in a building. So I looked older, too. I was very um, uh, responsible. I was organized. So I just asked for a little job and they hired me. So that's how I started working. So I started working before I had any 
skills or profession or anything like that. So I didn't know how to do anything. So from there, it, it just was other thing and other things. So I would get hired in different businesses and kind of just learn how they do that and um, and just work. The goal was just to make money, you know, whatever I was doing. And I always made sure that the next job would bring me more money than the current one. And if I saw that it doesn't, I would quit and I and I go to another thing. So I would not stay if it pays me like not enough, you know. So so, so when you say money, you're you're always I think your motivation, I would say, is money because you you're leaving one profession and then going to another one yes. if it's not making you enough money. Yes, and this is why also it's a great question, you know, what you were before and this, the real estate. And that that was actually always um, the thought behind it, okay? So I realized very, very young that um, doing something that I'm passionate about and that I love doing, it's probably not going to work for me. You know, it works for some people and it's incredible when that happens, when you get to do something that you really love, but it just never happened to me this way. And I realized that I just need to find something that I'm comfortable with doing that is comes, it comes kind of like a more natural to me. So I don't hate it. So I don't struggle with it. So I go to, to do this. I go to work at peace, you know, <laughs> and, um, that, that really kind of like, stuck with me you know since young age and this is why i would get um another job but another job um and i would spend few months there and if i feel that i really just can't stand it you know i need to be gone and i would just be gone and i'll find something else so it's it's that combination it's the balance Mm -hmm. between not being so obsessed with I have to do something that I really love doing you know and 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 be more just willing to do something that that I'm cool with and not to get stuck if you see later you know what no that that wasn't it let me let me try something else so I do give some time and then I move on and that's how I got to lashes because I went through, you know, the flower shop, and I was I was uh, I was a server. I was in uh, retail industry, uh, like clothing stores. I was a, um, a go-go dancer. Not people, not many people know, but I had a I had a go-go dancers go-go company <laughs> at 18 years old. That was my first company. Wow. Um, I, I used to do clubs. I used to do bar mitzvahs and weddings. And yeah, I had seven girls uh, on a team. <laughs> so it was just insane. Uh, it, it used to call uh, Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky. Yeah, oh, my was, gosh. I know. <coughs> so so that was like Vanilla Sky. Mm, <laughs> so, nice. you know, you said, Lena, uh, in every business, you were always looking for peace. You're always looking for some source of peace. In that yeah. in that business, it wasn't about the money, but there was. You're looking for money. You're looking for money. Mom, but money is peace what? for, for oh. big part of it. Okay. You know, this is how this is how I looked at it always. You know, for me, it's not things. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need money because I want to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. For me, m- money is a problem solver. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it doesn't solve everything. Of course, you know, um, it will not solve. 
you know, death and like, you know, we're talking extreme, but money solves most of issues in life. And it's not the most important thing in life, but it affects pretty much everything that is. Mm-hmm. And for me, money does bring so much peace, you know? So it's kind of like, it, it just... It just goes together for me. So when you say money has brought so much peace to you, is it because earlier in your life, was there ever a time that you didn't have a lot of money? So it's like... Girl, (laughs) I grew up dirt poor. My family... My family never had money. Never. Like, I I didn't know what, like, allowance is. My my parents never gave me money. Never in your life? Never. I didn't know what that is. I found out kids getting little money from their parents when I was like 11 I was like what I'm in the wrong house did, did they not have the money to they, give you they or didn't. Just they didn't want to no they didn't they didn't have any money um so um so what backgrounds do your like what what do your parents do for work my my mom uh she was a, she was a all her life uh seamstress she she specialized in uh men's suits and, but she worked at home, mm-hmm. so she worked, like, privately, you know, just making things for people. She never worked for, like, atelier, or, you know, or, like, a studio mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, she she just, ne- she's not, you know, business-oriented person. And my father, um, she he's, a, he's an electrician. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, it's, like, normal jobs, but... We, we never really had, you know, the extras. Girl, I tried pizza first time in my life when I was 14. We oh never went to restaurants. We never, nothing. So I never, we never had like sodas in our, in our house and stuff. No, so bare you, minimum. Would you say your parents were a little bit more strict, like on the stricter side? Or was it They just were just poor. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, it was just, they were poor. They were poor. That was it. They um, were poor. But you know what? Um, I am in between... I'm glad I grew up this way. So, you know, now I'm like hungry for success, success and this. And, 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 and another side of me is like, did it have to be this way though? Do, we, do you have to grow up like this to, to have the proper understanding of money and actually want to make money later? I don't believe so. No, I don't believe so either because there are people in the world who grew up with money yeah, and, and they're still successful. And they're just fine. They're just fine. And then there's people that go through hardship. But I am a strong believer that you have to go through a little bit of hardship to keep you going. Sometimes even throughout your life, before your life, even people with money, I think, go through hardship that they don't, they don't expose, they don't share with anybody. Um, and I think that in, in your childhood, you're not seeing a lot of money in your family and your household that drove you to to want to have that for you and your family do you do you do you feel like um this has shown your family what the uh, what the opportunities are when it comes when you when you have a lot of money you know what first of all i want to touch on the hardships okay because that was a great point however um, for me there are two types of hardships okay Mm -hmm. there's the ones that teaching you and they evolve you yeah. And then the ones that scar you, yeah. you know, that brings you trauma for the rest of your life. Yeah. So that's why I say, should there be, you know, that golden middle balance somehow? And that's why I teach my son um, about money. You know, I teach him how to earn money. You know, I try to 
I tried to already get in him some of the understandings that I didn't have until like later age because some some of the things if if I just knew earlier um it would make everything easier in the process so for example I mean he's you know six year old and he's throwing garbage for me for a dollar you know what I'm saying so, oh, so now oh. you're doing what your parents didn't do for <laughs> exactly. you exactly I teach them yeah, you're teaching him. You Your know, son is so cute. He's Thanks, a, you know, he's one of my daughter's like husbands one day. We right? already spoke about. Yeah, we, were, we were talking about that. Done. Like, the arranged marriage is happening. Done. <laughs> I love, I love your relationship with your son. I think it's you don't share too much of it on social media. I feel I like don't. I feel like you you don't really. It seems as if you don't really want to put your son out there the way that you yourself are out there. Because I would say if you don't know, uh, like Lena is just extremely transparent and honest and authentic on her page shows herself shows behind the scenes sometimes but your son is just like you just see your son like here and there like it's like a picture of him and I'm like oh, I want more I want more he's so cute because thanks mom because um <clears throat> because um I feel like a lot of parts of my life are so public you know and um it's always out there online and um I just, there's some parts of my life that I just prefer to keep more to myself, you know. I, I don't know, it's it, it's it's tough. It's like, I'm on social media so much, not because I, I love it that much, you know. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm on social media because that's my business. You know, if, if it wouldn't make me any money, I would never have Instagram account, I'll be honest with you. I agree. Um, I struggled to even with the thought of opening one. And I was one of the first ones when it just dropped. You know, when they launched Instagram, um, a friend of mine, she had to convince me. She was a head of um, a head marketing of Club Space. Mm -hmm. She was just monster in marketing. Yeah. So she was one of my clients back then. And she convinced me because I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I don't really want to do this. And she told me, listen, a few years from now, if you're not on Instagram, in this business especially, like something like your business, you don't exist. And I did it. But if I'm on Instagram, it's because it's for money. You know, I don't I don't post like my dogs and my son and my salad. And yeah. you know, because I'm like, OK, will, will this make me money, the salad? No, okay, I'm not going to post it. So it, social media is honestly for for business, but it is the nature of social media, you know, to go deeper because people do want to relate, people want to feel so part of the whole, you know, social media management and how, it, how it's going to interact is to let them in. Yeah. So you just have to decide up to where you're going to do that. Okay. Um, you feel like you're protecting him in a way, not putting him out there because this isn't really, this isn't really his job. This is your job. Your job is social media. You're building yeah. a business. You're growing, you're empowering, you're uplifting. Um, but you just want him to, to just be a child. Maybe it even goes back to you and your childhood. And I mean, at the end of the day, there was no social media back then, but you, you yourself, you know, um, may, may have felt that you wanted protection from, the world what's going on you know I, i'm not sure where where it came from i just want him I, I wanted him to to have more just peace in life more you know peace in life. um I love and that's why i say that some of the things the hardships it doesn't have to be you know 
super hard for anyone. It, people love to say, oh, you know, eh, I'm grateful that I grew up this way. I gr I'm grateful I was dirt broke, <laughs> almost homeless. You know, stuff like that. But it's the same thing as people say sometimes, you know what, I'm glad that somebody lied to me and betrayed me because that taught me and they made me stronger. It's like, in my opinion, people say those things to themselves to self-pacify, mm. to soothe themselves. Because mm. what else are you going to say to yourself? Yeah. Okay, so this is sucked. Okay, um, how am I going to process that? So people turn it into, it was good for me. It was bad, but it built me. And I just disagree. So there was nothing in your life, Lena, that you felt pushed you and like like for myself there were a lot of things and like i didn't i didn't grow up with hardship i didn't in the sense of my, my family was impoverished but i i definitely felt like there was a lack of um you know protection you know i felt like my parents weren't necessarily there for me to help me to grow me so i had to figure out life really early in life like i had a job when i was 14 you know, and then 15 and then six. I had I've been working my entire life. and I had multiple jobs to make money, to hustle, to have friends, to have a community of people around me because I didn't feel like I had that at a young age. And you know why? Yeah, because it only takes a couple of years once you already have the, the full like a, not fully developed, you know, common sense, but good amount of it you realize that these people that surround you, whoever that is, you know, let's say our parents, that nothing is going to come from there. Mm. And that is, that is trauma too. Yeah. So now you hustle so much and you tear yourself apart to make it, not because you know you can and someone tell you, even the same people, and they tell you, you got this, you smart, mm -hmm. you know, you're capable. Yeah. And because of that belief, you go full force and you lift yourself up. No, you do those things out of, if I'm not going to do it, no one else is. No one, no, nobody's, nobody's coming to save me. I got me. That's it. Exactly. So this is exactly my yeah. point. And you know, this is, I, I think it's so important to understand in our position too, that we have children. Yes. We have kids. We have kids. That's uh, for me. That's my my drive now. When I was younger, it was me, but now it's like I have three daughters. Who is going to? It's always us, and I'm a single parent, so it's like who's putting, who is putting the food on the table? It is me. And if I can't wake up tomorrow and say, oh, I don't feel like doing, you know what, yeah. Chloe, Savannah, you're not gonna eat. Yeah. We're just we're just gonna have go water. hunt outside. Air, air pies, air pies. My mom used to jokingly say that when I was a kid, when like we would ask for lunch or dinner, she could provide for us, but she would be like, "So we're gonna have air pies for dinner today." And air pies, air pies you know. And, and and there are people that are going through things and don't yeah. have the means to 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 provide for their family. But we have we have something. We have something special. I think you have something special. We have that drive. We have that motivation. We have the determination, and we have opportunities. As you said, you've come to you came to America, and you had opportunities. And I, you, you said to me in the past in our private conversations, you know, um, when you you came to uh, America, you were like, wow, like there's so much I can do. And, 100%. and that's where your hustle, you started. And, and I've spoken to many people before that have said, like, you know, they look at people that are living in North America or America that come from third world countries and stuff. And they're like, when you when they come here. They look at us like we're crazy. Like when we're, you're, I'm a Canadian and I was born in Canada. So they look at me like as a Canadian born here, you're not taking advantage of these opportunities that are here. Ma, you know what? 
I I I'm gonna have to point all of that to being resourceful mm. because opportunities are there and all the time you know if you have like a basic capability of learning and functioning you have two arms two legs you can see like just normal things <clears throat> you can you can do anything because opportunities are there however people know that everybody knows opportunity is there i can do so many things yeah. but what the don't have sometimes and that's what's going to separate people that are going to make it big and some you know that are are just fine you know just just enough kind of for themselves and then other ones that don't make it at all and struggle so what what is the difference is being resourceful okay because mm -hmm. this is where you you see what is it that i can use right now that i have available for me that's what people sometimes lack mm -hmm. so you know many many times i'm gonna refer to our business mm -hmm. someone takes the the course and then a few months later they say you know what i don't know what i need what i'm gonna do uh, i have no clients and uh, i i you know i don't make any money mm -hmm. but then they don't advertise they don't they don't have anything on their social media well i don't post because i don't have clients you know I don't, I, I, I don't even want to, I, I, I can't listen to that because <clears throat> it's like people that don't see, okay? Mm -hmm. So you're saying you don't have clients. Mm -hmm. Let's say today and tomorrow you have two empty days completely. Yeah. So what do you have? You have time. Mm -hmm. What else you have? You know how to do something. You have a skill. Mm -hmm. What else you have? You, let's say... 25 years old 30 years old you're young mm -hmm. what does that mean you have energy yes. that you're not gonna have if you were 75 you didn't have you want to have that energy let's say so all of these things yeah uh what else you have you have a phone yeah you have internet okay all of those things those are resources so you say okay what do i have i have those things yeah. what can i do with it well you can reach out to people to be a free model mm -hmm. and take that model because you have free time, mm -hmm. do a set. You have a lot of free time, so you know you you can spend forty minutes taking pictures. You can put two hours editing them later. Mm -hmm. You can do all all of those things and post it. Let's say, yeah. and tomorrow you have another day. You're gonna do exactly the same. So, you do all of these things to promote your business instead of sitting and 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 feeling sorry for yourself. Being resourceful is everything. Yes. It's everything because. This is literally little ways how you're gonna get things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So instead of instead of doing nothing, you create things out of thin air, pretty much. Exactly. Uh, going to United States, okay. you know? Yeah. Can I can I buy a flight? Exactly. Can I? I? I mean, I came out here twice to see you for. Training. Are there planes? And I and I had and I had two kids at exactly. the time, and I still was like, okay, I, I have to make this happen. I found a way to make it happen because in my mind, investing in myself and, and using that small little time I had to, to come take a training with you was an opportunity that was going to help me later to build my business and my brand. And it's uh, the only the only thing I'll say is for there's people out there, I think that don't necessarily have the time. They don't necessarily have the resources. And I just you well, always have resources. Yeah. Yeah. You always have resources. And you think it's just excuses then? 
of course. Yeah. Listen. I think it's excuses too. How sometimes. how can someone say I don't have resources? Do you have internet? <laughs> exactly. You can learn most of things now on YouTube. YouTube yeah. You can literally learn a new skill, new profession. You learn you can learn about marketing, about finances, about mindset. It's free. There is literally like a, a, a endless amount of free information available to you literally everywhere that you, you are physically because there's internet okay so people tell me oh even you you say you know i i came for a class and i had kids people tell me this all the time oh, i wish i could uh come for a class and they from like a different state mm -hmm. i say you can mm -hmm. you can fly here you can drive here if it's like a few hours away it's like you can mm -hmm. what are you saying i wish i could are there uh, are there flights? Exactly. Do you do you know how to drive? You can get here. Oh, but I have the kids. Well, let's take that separately. Yeah. Let's see who can watch, watch your kids, kids. Mm -hmm. or who can you bring with you alone mm -hmm. to this trip so you can do your thing. I had that before too. I had people driving to me from I think she was from California with three kids and a husband and a mother this past summer wow. to take the class wow. because he couldn't afford all um, all uh, uh, flights for you know for everyone. But then they're like, okay, we're going to Florida. Let's spend you know just two more days together, do something. So they made like a thing out of it. Resourceful. Yeah, you always have resources. So, so you would say it's, it's it's excuses. I feel like there's one person in my life that told me this probably like three years ago and they said there's never excuse there's never there's never a problem there's always a solution so there's never a problem there's always a solution and i think you pretty much just summed that up there and just said like you always can find a way to find to figure out how you're going to accomplish something there's always actually yeah. most of the time not always most of the times for each thing it will be few solutions yeah not even just one mm -hmm. so so how do you be find resourceful resourceful so how do you find uh, you're, you're, you're a, a really successful, I would say a millionaire. In my eyes, you're a millionaire. Right? I am. I know, yeah, you're a millionaire. She's like, I yeah, am. Slash you're makers, yeah. uh, lash makers this year appraised yeah. uh, 6.4. Holy cow. It's amazing to hear that because I remember coming to you when you were working out of your condo. Uh, that's what the first training I took when you're working at your condo lash makers at the beginning you had these little bags you gave us it was great I had a great experience and what I saw there and I think what motivated me at that time was I saw a mom I saw a mother who loved her child because you left the training at one point to go check on your son and then you came back and then you were amazing like with your motivation when I was making excuses I, I think my stomach hurt the first day I had to lay on your couch I was like oh I can't even <laughs> I remember that I was like I was like I can't train my stomach and you're like okay ma you're just gonna lay there okay just just lay there then you're not you, you came all the way here not to take a training and you were so like I want to say a little harsh, but I was I loved it because I needed that because I was making excuses. Yeah, my son was here, but I paid a, to come to this training. I flew on a plane to be here, and now I'm like complaining because it's hard and I don't feel well. Um, but on top of that, you you were very motivating and and you really killed all my excuses. And watching you build what you were building, and I didn't know what it was going to become today. I had no idea, but I saw a woman that was just super super motivated, empowered, and 
she didn't, there was no, like, you didn't care. There was like no shits giving. That's the truth. Like there was no shits giving. It's like, I'm going to get this done. You had a nanny. I wanted your nanny. I wanted to take her home with me. She's amazing. I was like, she's still this Cuban woman is like, oh my God, she's fantastic. She, she, she was cooking, she was cooking. She or helped us. She was um, folding the clothes. She was doing a much, I was just watching, observing. I'm like, okay. So for me, what I took from that, I'm like, in order to be successful as a mother, as an entrepreneur, you need help. Which yes. you just said, you need help. a resource. You need resources, which is one of the resources. You need help. So either if you can't, if you can't, um, if you don't have family and friends that can help you, you outsourced because you don't have family. From what I see, that's really taking care of your your child. But you outsourced. Okay, I have a nanny, yeah. and she's gonna help me. And then from there, it's like, okay, I can't. I'm getting busier as a lasher just out of out of my condo. I need to help. I need to hire more people. I need to move. And then from there, so tell me a little bit about how lash makers, because I think. That 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 is that is who Lena is. She's lash makers. You have another company that you just started. We'll talk about it later. But lash makers. How did lash makers go from a condo training me in a condo to to the next studio to now storefront to now training people around the world to now um, traveling? Like I see you standing up with like like 15 girls like oh it's like a team it's like it's like I look at those pictures and I'm like yeah I want to I want to be a part of that and I already took trainings with you but I'm still I still get empowered by that because I think you empower women you excite women you feed you feed our souls when I watch you on social media and when I talk to you as a friend you feed my soul you get me excited about like I love that. even when I'm I'm, I'm wanting to give up and I'm feeling a little down and I'm like, Ugh. and then you're just like, ma, we all sometimes. Yeah. So, so, so what would you what? take 20 seconds to get back on the horse? Yeah. 20 seconds. Get 20 back second on. rule girl. So you, you get, you get, you get, you feel, you get like that as well. I feel like I've never seen you like that and I've never heard you complain. You know, you I know, I rarely um, ever hear you complain. And what for, you know, um, I, you know, I'm a very big fan of um, understanding your own brain. You know, psychology, human psychology is it, it really helpful in life if you um, take the time and effort to learn about human psychology. Everything gets easier. So one of the things that I've learned um, is the thought processing. Yeah. Um, and it was great because um, thoughts are not facts. And um, just quickly about that, just yeah. as I answer your question next, yeah. um, people take thoughts sometimes as, you know, this is my reality. It is not. Um, the way thought is created is your brain mm -hmm. takes, um, kind of, it, it, make, it makes the best um, to, it does, the, it does the best to make sense of what's going on. Mm -hmm. That's what the thought is. Mm -hmm. So it only has few tools to work with. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be um, your body temperature. Mm -hmm. It's going to be um, your heart rate. Mm -hmm. It's going to be what your senses, mm -hmm. what you smell at the moment, what you're feeling. That's why if you stump the toe, mm -hmm. it's impossible to think positive that same moment. So um, literally who you hung out with just a minute ago or last night, um, how much sleep you had. It's like it takes all of those things mm -hmm. and it makes a suggestion how you should feel mm -hmm. and think. Mm -hmm. Feel meaning if you're low energy mm -hmm. or you're feeling, you know, groovy mm -hmm. and the thoughts that you have. It's just a suggestion. So you have to, this is where conscious coming in place. You have to look at these thoughts that you've been suggested and this you, you decide 
yes or no. And you know what? Everybody, it's like people say, oh, just think positive. Think positive is impossible. Yeah. Because brain does the work for you. However, however, you can decide if I'm going to marry that thought or I'm going to move on. Yeah. So the, the bad thoughts going to come. The negative thoughts going to come. You receive them. You process it. You finished. Now you just distract yourself with something let it pass and welcome the next thought. Yeah. So this is how you train yourself not to stay in the bad moment. So there's no such a thing as bad day. No. You don't marry to inconvenience or bad thing to happen to you, a sad thing to happen to you. You don't marry to that. Some people say, oh, I had a horrible year. That is awful mm -hmm. thing to say. You know what I'm saying? So you just literally made your entire year about a couple of things that happened to you throughout the year. Mm -hmm. You know, so this is what people need to understand. And this is why um, I, I'm, I'm, I got pretty good at this, you know. It is really hard to upset me at this point, to be honest. Like, it has to be something major. And, and still, I'm not going to stay there. You know, it hits me, and I need, I need to get back to myself you know and when you understand that the whole process this is when you stop losing yourself when things happen you know you have to focus on half glass full you have to focus on what you can control how can you fix things instead of rolling in your problems like piggy in the mud <laughs> you know just just gotta stop for a second and say how can I fix this right now? What do I need to do? Let's just start fixing it. And this is how I think about everything, you know, and this is how you get things done. This is how you don't, you don't get stuck in your problems, you know? Um, I mean, it does make you more in control, yeah. more grounded, you know, mm -hmm. everything makes more sense. Mm -hmm. So that is very important part. And then um, about your question from, you know, how it goes from living room into another th stuff. Yeah, like really quickly, just, just zoom past all of the little stuff and just get to get it. Yeah. How yeah. Get there. So it's, it, this is actually kind of similar concept to it, you know, because I process things as they come. So I don't know how to plan. So people ask me sometimes, so where do you see yourself in five years? And I'm like... That's a long time. <laughs> Let me finish the week, you know. I I think Forbes it's silly. Forbes top 10. Forbes top 10. I see that. Okay, Forbes. I just wanted to put up. Um, <laughs> you know what? I it's it's even that, you know, the articles and stuff like that and recognition, it feels amazing. Yeah. But do I do I have to have it in my life? No. Mm. You know, um affirmation it was never really been much of my love language. It's like really? when people tell me, you're doing amazing, you know, you're killing it. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. But it's like, I never, I never needed someone to hype me up. No. And you know, it feels nice, but I don't need, don't it. need it. I don't need a cheerleading teams. I don't need, so when, when Forbes came out, I had a lot of messages. Oh my God, the DMs, the phone was blowing up. And people would call, oh my God, are you so excited? <laughs> and some people told me, oh my gosh, why aren't you excited? And I say, I am. But it's like, <clears throat> it's great. Yeah. But it's like, okay, let's just move on. Yeah. Like, what's next? Yeah. You know, it, it, it happened. You know, that's it. 
What's next? I mean, I, I, that's a pretty shocking reaction because I think everybody, any business person wants to get kind of that recognition. And I feel like because you've been, you've been self, you've been self talking yourself your entire life to motivate yourself. Yes. You don't need anybody to tell you nothing. And it's funny when that came out, I felt so authentic, unauthentic when I posted it. I didn't want to post like share it. Cause I was a part of the teams of sharing it, but I felt like I was like, I know Lena, she doesn't care about all this shit. When people she, ask me, Oh, send me your like, bio. She's like, like, what do you, what do you want? I just know you like, you don't care about that stuff. You're, you're, you're just you're very humble i feel you're a little you're you're humble but then to the masses it looks like you're not because you show your lifestyle but it's like at the same time i don't think what's the, see i don't think this is what not humble means yeah that's I, but that's what the world makes you think i don't think that i think but people I think misunderstand world. a lot of things sometimes <laughs> just because um i i post my car and yeah. you know where i live and where I vacation it doesn't mean i'm not humble no it, it's it's kind of like not related no you know what i'm yeah. saying uh, i think you think i think you think really different than a lot of people nena and that's why you are who you are and you are where you are i just enjoy I think, my stuff yeah i know that's know. A great no I, I think what you have and what you've accomplished i think anybody would be sharing that with the world especially to show and that's my job yeah. so why this is what people have to understand too you know i mm. i share those things because why because i sell business courses i sell um the the you know i'm 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 a speaker yeah. so, you know and I, when i speak i speak about mostly about success and mindset and you know all these things money how would people trust me they don't know me you know even you 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 found me on instagram for example yeah how did you come to My trust me I I, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you saw. Yeah, I saw. I can't, I can't give you what I don't have. I can't explain you how to build a business if I haven't built, built one. Business. You know? So this is where, where it comes down, what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. So for me, posting things and, and showing this is what you could do. If you just do this, 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 mm -hmm. this is what you could have. Because I wanted those things so bad i wanted this life so bad and i and i did it so why can't i tell someone how to do it and so if i didn't show none of those things mm -hmm. who am i to come and tell you how to do it exactly don't tell me how to get it if you ain't got it and that's what this is about my cars on instagram or stuff like that or watches whatever is because this is my way of gaining trust of people when it comes to buying the courses considering going to you know uh, conferences where i speak and stuff like that so it's part of the game it's part of the process this is what marketing is yeah if you selling information about business about money you have to market exactly that mm -hmm. what it gave you that knowledge that you're about to share with somebody else what did it give you these things that's what this is about. It's not about not being humble at all. But I feel like nowadays there's so many people that are doing it the fake way. So there's people, oh, I can help you. I can make you uh, a six figures in this amount of time. I love just, that. just take my course. 
And I'm just Six like, figures. okay, but I'm like, okay, I've never seen your business. I've never seen how you've done anything. Mm. How are you like, what? But people are buying into that. And then there's like yourself who it's all real. It's all, this is this, I, I know it's real. Some things you can't fake. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's another thing. First of all, the six figures is always, I feel some what type kind of, of way about What kind? I know what kind of six figures. Was is it, it a low six figures? Low six figures, high six figures. Or it's like a dollar away like from a million? Because <laughs> I need to know. Exactly. And then it's like, what are your problems? What are you going to teach me? Did you make that or did you only take away 50? Uh, you only made uh, uh, 50. But how do you know? See, you know. this is exactly the thing. That's transparency yeah. because that's literally what I do. Yeah, you're transparent. So how do you know that... I can teach you how to make, you know, as a lash artist, just yeah. as a lash artist, not trainer, not anything, yeah. $120,000 a year. Yeah. It's because I already done it, yeah. you know? So when I when I had that, you could see my car, yeah. you know, when I would post my car and stuff like that. Back then I had a Maserati GTS. Yes, I remember. Um, <laughs> I so think when I came, even before then, you had a BMW, a BMW yeah, X6. 650. Yeah, 650. 650. I have it. Yeah, an X6. I remember. That was later. Yeah, because I remember when I, you drove me to back to the airport and when I took a, my first ever training and I was like, oh, this is so nice. You can't and fake I, that. And I went back and I did buy a BMW when I got back to Toronto because I was like, I like Beamers. These are nice. Um, but it's you, you start, you've always been a car person. I feel like you love cars. Like you like switching. I, I love nice things. Yeah, you, you like know, nice things. Yeah. Ash, listen, to me, you know, everybody looks at life well spent completely different. Yeah. you know happiness is a perception good time is a perception love is a perception all of those things is different for all of us mm-hmm. but to me is i like nice things yeah, yeah. i like nice things i feel good about myself when i'm comfortable you know yeah. um and life is so short ash you know it life is yeah. so ridiculously yeah. short um it's you know i don't know how it happened that I'm about to be 36. I oh don't my gosh, know. you're almost 36. I yes. mean, it's okay. You're I will good. be 40 in four years. Oh my gosh. So that's what I'm saying is like, I if I work so much, I love working. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I don't know how not to work. Yeah. It, like any vacation that I can go to, it has to be like three to four nights because yeah. I don't know how people go to Thailand for a month. I'm like, what are you guys <laughs> doing, doing in there for working. a month? So I'm like, I need my computer. I need to uh, do photo shoot. I need to uh, get on my, my, my phone. I need to, it's like my hands are, I can't do it. I can't do yeah. it. So yeah. anyways, I love working. That's what I always it's just i feel fulfilled and i feel happy and i feel productive i like to feel productive so however i go 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 and i do all those things so i make money so the little free time i have what am i gonna do with it spend it so exactly so i work i work (laughs) <laughs> to live nice i want a good car yeah i want gorgeous apartments because i if i spend some time not working and I've, i work from home a lot too yeah. so i'm home a lot yeah. you know the the free time the working time i i love my house yeah i am an introvert yeah. i am you are you know so what else do you what else i do love, you love to wake up and it's like water view mm. and it's silent <laughs> and it's like nice marble floor <laughs> i love this yeah, i know you love you love it i've always known you to love it your apartments always have looked beautiful if i go to a hotel 
you know, you if say I the stay, nicest hotel, the nicest hotel, yeah. you, the nicest room, yes. the, you get everything. I the nicest yes. restaurants. I, <laughs> I like, wake up like, and I say, room service, please. I feel like you're in love with this right now. Like I see so much love because for this. I I I know what I like. Yeah, and I say, I got you, baby. Yeah. You know, so you're you like your baby. It. You're like your. You're I, like I your am sugar, my you're queen. your sugar mama. I am. You're your own sugar mama. I cannot. I cannot think of waiting for someone to do things for me. Yeah. What if no one will? Yeah. So I wasted all these years and you know all this time waiting for someone to give me things that I like. So. So I gave it to myself yeah. and I love it. I love it here. I, I I think you do. I always see you so happy when you. Anytime you get something new, you always post it. You get excited. Um, but you you talked about you you've been the person to bring that love for yourself and you've spent so much time not being able and we've had this conversation before but it's like how has it been dating like who gets to date lena because i feel no. like you're able to be your own sugar mama you're able to give your own love like you you can do everything what what can a man bring to the table for lena to make her excited on top of the fact that like how hard is it as a woman as a businesswoman as an entrepreneur a successful entrepreneur with money to date people because for myself, I've even recognized that like when you're successful and you have money, you're, you have that alpha kind of personality when it comes to business, it's hard to find love and it's hard to hold love and it's hard to be in love. And men just, they don't, they don't get it. They don't, they see us differently. How do you, how do you, how do you feel about so that? So to answer your question of what men can give me, um, it's, it's very simple what I can give myself. Okay. You know, yeah. because if I can, make this life for myself because I feel like I deserve it, you know? Yeah. And I feel like um, this is, you know, I know what makes me happy, so I, I do these things for myself. Mm -hmm. So if I brought myself here and I'm going to be sharing my life, my short little life mm -hmm. with someone else to bring a person into this, in, into what I build my, my, my entire life, it needs to be someone that can give things that I can give to myself mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Now, what you when you say it's hard to date, it's hard to you know, it's hard to have friends, you know, and it's hard yeah. to get a, a high quality team. But why? Why is it hard? Yeah. Because people go through life working on themselves. Mm -hmm. They do work on themselves, mm -hmm. and it's like a bunch of different factors. So it's gonna be mental work that you do throughout the years, right? It's going to be financial. It's going to be physical. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to look good, you know, working on your fitness and you eat well and, you know, you buy, 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 buy injections and, you know, get your tits done. And you, you look and you feel good. So you physically, right? Yeah. Spiritually, whatever that will mean for different people. Uh, okay. So you working on, you work on your traumas. Yeah. You learn about yourself you learn about psychology you recognize you learn how to deal with it how to cope the exercises you catch yourself you're self-aware now so you you doing that so the person that comes into your life doesn't suffer because you function of trauma mm -hmm. so you do all of these things for you some people you're going to meet and you're gonna like and wish you could be with them yeah. as lover as uh, a team member as a friend they simply haven't done as much work on themselves as you have mm. that's the reality mm -hmm. so you will never be on the same page ever so of course 
you can get someone to date. You can get 10 people a day if you want to. Yeah. Or friends. Of course, you can have 100 friends if you want to. You know, throw parties every weekend. Of course, easy. Mm -hmm. But is it going to be people that you will be comfortable and at peace with and have mutual things, things in common? No. No. So it gets, of course, it's harder mm -hmm. to find a person that done a lot of work on themselves. Do you feel like you found those people, friends, a significant other? Yes. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I do have very few people in my life yeah. that um, that I spend my time with and I include in everything that I do, the part of my life that will always be there, prob I, I hope, forever. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. I hope so. Um, very few, but they're worth thousand, thousand persons each, yeah. you know, because those are people and this, these people, another thing is, oh, it's hard to find, you know, it's hard to find. It also, you have to be very picky with your surroundings, you know, who you share your time with, because it's complete true that you become the average of like four or five people that you constantly mm -hmm. in contact with. It's mm -hmm. true, it rubs off on you. Yeah. And so when people say, but you know what? I just don't know anyone anyone that's wealthy and happy and, and healthy and, you know, so I can hang out with them. Mm -hmm. But it's not about that. It's about cleanup first. Yeah. It's better that you get rid of everybody else that's no good for you. Mm -hmm. Be alone. Work on yourself. Because another person that wants good surroundings mm -hmm. not gonna be attracted to you in any way if you hang out with losers and people that not good for you and not good for your life and for your mental health you're never gonna attract each other so once you even alone for some time but you have that all that time you can put into yourself rise up mm -hmm. now you attract the same people mm -hmm. you attract people that are right for you mm -hmm. when you on that level too, that they looking for. Mm -hmm. Become that person mm -hmm. that you're looking for as a romantic partner, as a friend, as a team member. Mm -hmm. You have to become that first. Because mm -hmm. if you did, you know, wing everything and you kind of like, uh, I worked on myself a little bit on this, a little bit on this, but you know there's a lot more to be done and you're just sitting, you know, and your 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 questionable surroundings and waiting for better people <laughs> to come into your life is not going to it's happen. Not happen. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. You got to be that person that you wish for yourself. Today. To date. Yeah. And this is why I constantly work on myself and I always will. Can I be more in shape? Can I make more money? Can I get smarter? Can yeah. I know? Can I learn more things that that will benefit me? And this is always work, constant work, and that's life, ma. It's constantly working on yourself, and until you're yeah. just dead, that's until it. Until you're dead, and then you find that person, and you find those friends. But I mean, I think when you when success grows, when you grow success, like when you when you make more money, I think it's hard hard to keep those people around, even if they're on your because own. you becoming a target. Yeah, too. You know, and you know, when people also say, oh, looking for this person, looking for that person, fine friends, fine husband, fine. I don't think about it this way either, because for me, I rather be in my little world, have my peace and be myself, you know, it, to me, to me, lonely and alone is completely different things, you know, 
because I don't need a person to be with me in a relationship, like to to get love. That's not my only source of love. People sometimes don't understand love. Mm-hmm. Love comes from every from a lot of things, not everything, from a lot of things in your life, you know? It's a different type of love, but you can get love every single day from different things. Your children uh, is a source of love. Your dog is a source of love. (laughs) You go into the gym or whatever you like to do, yoga, you reading. You know what? Watching TV makes you happy. That is source of love. So you take those those good emotions and, and, and the nice feelings from other people and things. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily it needs to be a romantic relationship for me. You know what I'm saying? I am perfectly fine to be single for years if that's what happened. Mm -hmm. I rather that and I rather to, you know, if I'm, if I'm want to go to dinner and have a good time, I just go with my friend. You know what I'm saying? I just go on vacation, let's do it. I'll go with my son, with my friend, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. This is what I do, you know, with my sister. I rather do that, and it, it makes me happy than have relationship with someone, romantic relationship that it's not my person and it's not exactly what I like for myself, you know. I rather do that. People, people mislabel a, a lot of things, mm-hmm. so you always kind of find yourself in like predicaments with people. Mm-hmm. Depression. Is a real thing. Don't get me wrong. You know, medical, medically speaking. But depression. It's not always you just being sad. Being mm-hmm. sad is normal. Yeah. You know. So people are sad. They call it depression. People are bored. They call it lonely. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. People have crushes. They say they love. Mm-hmm. You know. They mislabel things mm-hmm. a lot of times. And this is why it's so important to understand yourself, you know, understand what love is. Mm-hmm. What is a boredom? You know, you find yourself bored, Psh, go do something. <laughs> Entertain yourself. Do something. You know, self-entertainment is so important because you need to understand what is it that you like, what makes you feel nice and happy and, you know, and you get on it. It's very simple. And what do you do to self-entertain yourself? Um, <laughs> that sounds so wrong. Do yeah. do naps count? Because do naps I do those. <laughs> I know, you know what? I know you like sleeping. You, I, you know what? Let sleeping. me tell you. I love sleeping. You know what yeah. it is? I am not adventurous person. Yeah. I am not adventurous person. Um, I don't like overstimulation. Yeah. My life is so intense, and I work with people, and something always happening. And a lot of my days is from one thing to another. It's like running, running. It's like 15, 30 minutes between things. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I put my phone down uh, literally right before I close my eyes. And yeah. my phone is the first thing that I grab in the morning, you know, 5.30, yeah. 6 in the morning. Yeah. So my, my life is very intense. So for me, relaxation and fun, it needs to be opposite. It needs to be something that is relaxing, mm. that is quiet. So for me, vacations, it's not going to be uh, climbing a mountain <laughs> or skiing because that's a lot of work. <laughs> for me, yeah. is is Mexico, five-star resort, all-inclusive, that your phone doesn't get much reception. Uh-huh. This is my yeah. definition of fun. I don't do sports. 
you know, I do gym, but I don't do sports, nothing that, you know, requires uh, adrenaline. I don't like adrenaline because my body doesn't know the difference between anxiety and adrenaline a lot mm -hmm. of times. Mm -hmm. And I learned that about myself. So sometimes um, I'm in situations that I feel my heart pounding, but I don't know if I'm excited or I'm scared. Mm -hmm. So I don't do heights. I don't do speed. I don't do underwater activities. Okay. So it's things that I just avoid to keep myself calm. And this is what makes me happy. I go to sleep very early mm -hmm. because I love resting. Yeah, I love resting. I love sleeping eight hours a day. <laughs> so wow. I go to sleep sometimes 8.39 <clears throat> because yeah. I'm a, such a morning person and I mm -hmm. want to be up and I want the day to be long. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I like to see the sun outside. When it's dark outside, I feel feel sleepy oh you could not live in canada then because our oh it's dark it's dark in the morning when you get up that time it's like super dark and so it's yeah just, for it's me it's, you know i don't like how to i don't know how to club anymore people oh let's go to dinner at night no no nope. it's sleep so basically you like to relax and and i think a lot of us like that as yeah. entrepreneurs as business owners we just want to wind down and relax yeah. and be with ourselves because we're always going 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 i think it's pretty incredible what you've been able to do over the last uh few years decade it's it's amazing i think you're going to continue to grow you started another business that has nothing to do with the lash industry um vaga mm -hmm. i myself have purchased my vaga <laughs> okay i couldn't fit in I my luggage so but i i've totally purchased it i i love it when um, i saw you and i was like oh <laughs> it's so I amazing it. no when i when i even when i first saw it and i felt the material the quality of it was incredible and and i think everything everything that you do you you really do it to perfection when you got into lashes when you got into training when you got into online marketing you didn't just come basic you didn't just come filming on your phone Ash, didn't you didn't tell you like nice things nice nice things and and you bought a camera right away took mm. professional pictures you marketed the right way professional only that's something you taught me is to do things to perfection um and to really care about everything you put out there and that goes along with your new company baga what she put out there is amazing the quality is amazing it's gonna be like your next lash makers ba baby you're the disneyland of uh, lashes right so now you're gonna be the, the disneyland or i don't know the 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 Saks fifth avenue of clothing who knows this could be the beginning of something absolutely amazing just like lash makers is amazing um do you see that for baga or is this just because i saw you on social media on a post you just said you know i'm doing this because i i I did what I wanted to do to make me money. I did what I wanted to do. Lashes was for me to make money. Yeah. It wasn't a passion project. It was money. Yeah. And now I'm doing Baga because this is my passion. I love clothing. Your mother was a seamstress. Um, you know, you came from that background. You have her there. That's probably like, oh, so my daughter is making clothes. Now she's probably so excited. She about loves that. it. She loves it. Yeah, she yeah. has to. Yeah. So now it's like, are you just doing this just, just for fun? Or, or do you secretly in the back of your mind envision it being... At Disneyland. Um. See, um, I I don't envision much, like I said, long term. So I don't know where it's going to go. But I always think to myself this way. Um, few years of grinding, lifetime of freedom. Mm. And the freedom for me is doing what you love. Mm -hmm. This is, you, you get to do what you love. You not have to do what you love to make money. That's mm -hmm. the difference for me. So I did beauty industry because it came natural to me. Mm -hmm. I could do it. I liked it. I didn't 
love it, was obsessed with it. I liked it. It mm. was it was great. And uh, I still love it. I and that's why I didn't last too long doing lashes. I put everything that I could into getting really good at this on a high level because I wanted to just learn and like stop it. Mm-hmm. Let me get to the, the highest level I can possibly get, so I can stop. Mm-hmm. So I can focus on. I just shifted my my business, lash makers business, into things that I liked better later from the actual lashes. So I grabbed that. And I start investing more time and effort into learning about business and money uh, part of, of beauty industry and things like that. And so when I took that into um, teaching, that's what I love. You know, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I love. Then I turn it into like the, the training and then the, the um, products because that's another thing I enjoy. I love merchandise. I love branding. I do all my packaging all my uh, labels, every single thing, it's its out of my brain. I love that part. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I made Lash Makers few short years later after I learned the actual lashes. Mm-hmm. Lash Makers for me is no longer about doing lashes since long ago. So n- Lash Makers became what I love when it was about business, when it okay. was about creativity and marketing and social media, because that's what I love. Now, clothes, I always enjoyed uh, fashion and I love clothing. And a lot of times growing up with my mom is, you know, what I had is she's a resource. Mm-hmm. If I wanted some uh, so certain dress or skirt or something, mm-hmm. she could make it for me. Mm-hmm. So this is when I saw, okay, you have something in your brain that are, you really would like to exist, but you can't find it, you can buy it, you can make it. So this is when it was uh, it became clear, but then I couldn't do it for years, obviously, because you need a capital, mm-hmm. you need the audience, who you're gonna sell it to, Exactly. anything that you do, right? Mm-hmm. So as I got you know, past that, that point where I have to do something for money and I have to you know, put everything that I am into this, when I have more free time, I had more money to play with. This is when I went back to another thing that I really love. And and bugger for me is literally I'm just making clothes that I want to wear. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to wear. So I make clothes that for me mm-hmm. and I put it out there just in case someone will relate. Yeah. And someone will appreciate the style and the quality. And um, to be honest... Baga was from the beginning not for the money. That one yeah. is for the soul. Ooh. Because I, ne- I didn't care if it's not going to sell. I didn't yeah. care if I'm going to sell one shirt. <laughs> I couldn't care less. I have I, a closet of clothes now forever. <laughs> I just, you know, bec- that's why I made small yeah. badges. Yeah. I made a few things out of yeah. each, each stuff, you know, and because I. I didn't expect it to be, oh my gosh, it's gonna be the, the next, you know, off-white or next. I don't think about it this way. Yeah. It's just, I make what I like, just like I did with Lash Makers. Mm-hmm. And I put it out there for someone, if they like it, great. Mm-hmm. And this is how I'm gonna do it. It, it did it did go pretty wild though. <laughs> it's doing really well. Like it, from it, it, it was, the first two weeks, I only had five items, which, Three of them is a shirt that is the same as different three colors. Mm-hmm. So really, I had the shirt and two sweaters. And I sold a little over $9,000. So I was like, wow, this okay. is incredible. Yeah. So 
That's a good beginning. It's it's amazing beginning yeah. to me. I didn't Very. expect. Yeah, you weren't expecting. So it. I I definitely <laughs> see it now. I see. Okay, it's probably I, gonna sell. <laughs> I need so. to get some more. I need to make some more product. And I am. Yeah. I was. I went yeah. overboard just because I was like, oh, I want this and I want this. I want to yeah. make this. So a lot of things coming in small budgets, you know. So this is just how Baga kind of like started. But yeah, let's we'll see how what happens. You know, I'm just I'm just enjoying the ride. I love it, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna enjoy every day as it comes. Yeah, you know, and and, uh, and I'm just gonna see. And that's I feel like that's Lena. I think you just go with the flow. I go with the flow. you go with the flow, and so many <laughs> things come your way, so many blessings, and you're just gonna continue to grow from here. Exactly. I I loved this. I loved talking with you. I loved everything that you had to say to everybody and to myself. I think this is very uplifting, very empowering. Um, I think people now have a better understanding of who Lena is, you know, somebody the other day, somebody the other day said I was saying your name wrong and I think everybody butchers your name. Okay. <laughs> everybody butchers. I, and I see it. Like uh, everybody butchers your name and yes. it's, it's horrible. Like it's horrible. But I don't mind. I know you don't mind. And I think, uh, uh you're so not nice and forgiving and you're just, you look at people you're like, yeah, that's not it. That's not it. And it's happened to me with my last name. I don't name. fix people. My last name, people butchered my last name for years. Um, so I, I I made this personality, Ashley Rouge, just so people would just not butcher my last name anymore. Um, and I feel like you've just accepted it. But I want you to outro and like tell people yourself, your name, how to say your name properly, how to how to um, grow from you know where they're at and to continue to just be amazing people. Like I want you to do what you did to me when I was sitting on your couch and I was like over it. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. And you motivated me in like two seconds. And I got off that couch and I went back to that model. And I think I put five five lashes on her um, just to end it off because I think somebody needs to hear some badass Lena. Just say something real quick. Give it, give it to the mom, the girl staying with her ex, you know, everybody that needs to hear your greatness real quick. What would you say to them? So about the name, uh, my name is the full name, Elena. Yes. People that are close to me, that they my friends, uh, my family, they call me Lena. That's Just me. got the e. That's for the ma- for yeah. the name. And then for the suggestion, you know, people that having hard time with things now and having hard time with people, other people, situations. Um, I think you know what deep down, people know what they need to do. Is pe- they're not doing it because they choose not to for different reasons. You scared to be alone. You nervous what's gonna happen? You know what's gonna come next when you when these people th- when this person is out of your life and stuff or this job out of your life, and honestly, you always know what's the right thing to do. Mm. Stick to that. Follow You're gonna figure it out. You're never gonna be in a situation you will say, ah, you know what? There's absolutely nothing to do with it. That's it. I I might as well lay down and die. So there's always you always figure it out. There's always gonna be one door closes. Other ones open right away. Not one, many. There are always solutions, okay? And you better believe it that when you let go of something negative and heavy and toxic and overwhelming is when the new, fresh part of your life starts. This is what you should look forward to. It's that new beginning. It's the breath of fresh air. It's the order and what feels right and proper and nice to you. Hunt that feeling. Be after that. 
and discipline yourself. You know what you need to do. That's discipline. You do what you have to do, not what you want to do at the moment. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you so much, Lena. No, thank for you. For taking your precious time that you have. And I know you have a lot to do um, to sit here with me and talk with me. I love you. You've inspired me. I love you too. Uh, you're my friend. You're a mentor. You're everything. Um, I think that nobody should ever forget you. And something that I'm, I, I say all the time is just don't forget me. Don't forget Lena. We're here. We love you. Um, reach out to us in the comments. Reach out to us uh, in our DMs and tell us about how you felt about this. And I think what you learned and what you heard from Lena today really gives you an, a really deep look into her life and what brought her to who she is today and who she's become and who she's gonna be. Cause she's on top of the world on that right now, but she's gonna be like on top, on top of the world because she's inspiring and motivational. So just always maintain that control of your life, that discipline, that love for yourself. I think that love for yourself is really what's gonna take you to the next level of success is loving yourself and then putting all of that behind uh, your business, your brand and what you wanna do and, and who you are discipline like you said so thank you so much lena thank you thank you for having me and i'm happy and i'm excited and it's gonna be great so um yeah till next time till next time guys thank you bye